Good morning from Braille in Columbus. This is the Refuge Ministries Transformation Radio. I seem to live in valleys where death is always waiting for me to come home. I am a wandering soul, no place to ever call my own, nowhere to lay my head.
Good morning, gentlemen. This is Pastor Tom. just want to encourage you and speak to you uh, from Hebrews chapter 12. As we're heading into the holiday season, Thanksgiving next week, Christmas, all the things before us, it's easy to get distracted into our thought life on all the things that maybe we're missing, people that we're not seeing, things around us. I challenge all of us right now to really take thoughts captive, bring them into the obedience of where God has you at this moment, stay obedient in this particular season to to why you're doing what you're doing, which is quite frankly an obedience to becoming like Jesus Christ. So we are here to become like him, to get the mind of Christ to envelop us so that we can walk according to his ways on this earth. Then we can be of value to all those people that may uh, truly be seeking to, to connect with us, whether it's family, whether it's friends, or whether it's the communities we're going to live in the future. Let me just speak into focus. Hebrews 12 says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a cloud, huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up. And let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. So it is going to be a race. It's going to be a long race. It's going to require endurance, which means consistent, steady perseverance. We have to strip off weight, which are the things that hold us down and bring guilt and shame, which is the sin within us. How do we do all that? Well, verse 2 says we do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus. He's the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. So it's not going to be us that's doing anything to perfect us. It's as we focus and hone in on Jesus, which is the reason for this season that we're going into. We need to focus in on him, understand why he came to earth, understand what he was here to do while on earth, and understand when he left what he gave us to do so that we can carry out the mission that he started. And so it says, because of the joy that awaited him, he endured the cross disregarding its shame. Now he is seated in the place of honor beside God's throne. So think of all the hostility that he endured from sinful people. Then you won't become weary and give up. So as we focus on his life, his challenges, he was 100% man, 100% God. He went through every temptation that we go through. He endured all that sinful man had done to him. So when I'm having rough days, when I'm literally having people come against me and oppose me, when I'm being offended by others, whenever others are truly challenging me or even coming after me, all I have to do is keep focusing on Jesus Christ and look at how he handled those things and ask him for the strength and ask him for the wisdom and ask him for the right heart and his mind in order to deal with those issues. All of a sudden, I start seeing people in a whole different light. I start seeing people from from the standpoint of heaven, which is God's view on man. I start seeing them with mercy. 
I start seeing them with the grace of God. I start seeing them as as hurting people that want to hurt people because they have not been healed. I start seeing them from a whole new light. And all of a sudden, when I start focusing on Jesus, the compassion that he places within us starts to rise up towards them. And we're walking in the spirit of God when we focus on Jesus. So I challenge all of us for this season, forget about Christmas trees and presents and holly and all the music of Christmas and Santa Claus. What we need to focus on today, gentlemen, is the Savior, the one that came and that literally was birthed in a manger and came so that we can live. He came and he died so that we could have power to overcome the sin within us and to walk within the sin that's in the world. So God bless you. Keep your eyes on the prize. Just look into our champion, our champion that's the beginning and the finisher of your faith. And it's all going to be all right as we focus on Jesus. God bless you. Enjoy this time of of really silence, of meditation, uh, of a time and a season that you can reflect and be grateful for all that he's done. And I guarantee you, if you keep your eyes on him, all that he's going to do. Love you. God bless you. Have a great day. November 21st. Our reading in the New Testament today will be from the book of James, chapter 5, verses 1 through 20. Now in these last days, before the coming of the Lord, what does God want in our lives? Let's talk about priorities. To live only to get wealth is to rob yourself of true riches. It is to worry instead of worship. God knows you have needs, and He will meet them if you practice what it says in Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. And we need patience. If you've sown the right seed, you will eventually reap a harvest of blessing. so be patient. If others have exploited you, be patient. The judge is at the door. God has the final say, and God has a plan for your life. All life is lived in seasons. Perhaps God is preparing you for the next season. Be diligent. If you're going through trials, be patient. God is still on the throne. Don't forget prayer. Many kinds of prayer are named here as we go through the book of James chapter 5. Prayer for the sick. Prayer for forgiveness. Prayer for the nation. Even prayer about the weather. There's no need that prayer cannot meet and no problem that prayer cannot solve. And finally, we'll read about personal concern. Once again, James emphasizes ministry to individuals. Can you detect when a fellow believer starts to stray? Are you truly concerned? Will you try to help? Will you wait too long? And now, let's begin today's reading in the New Testament. November 21st, James chapter 5, verses 1 through 20. Look here, you rich people. Weep and groan with anguish because of all the terrible troubles ahead of you. Your wealth is rotting away, and your fine clothes are moth-eaten rags. Your gold and silver have become worthless. The very wealth you were counting on will eat away your flesh in hell. This treasure you have accumulated will stand as evidence against you on the day of judgment. Or listen. Hear the cries of the field workers whom you have cheated of their pay. 
the wages you held back, cry out against you. The cries of the reapers have reached the ears of the Lord Almighty. You have spent your years on earth in luxury, satisfying your every whim. Now your hearts are nice and fat, ready for the slaughter. You have condemned and killed good people who had no power to defend themselves against you. Dear brothers and sisters, you must be patient as you wait for the Lord's return. Consider the farmers who eagerly look for the rains in the fall and in the spring. They patiently wait for the precious harvest to ripen. You too must be patient and take courage, for the coming of the Lord is near. Don't grumble about each other, my brothers and sisters, or God will judge you. For look, the great judge is coming. He is standing at the door. For examples of patience and suffering, dear brothers and sisters, look at the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord. We give great honor to those who endure under suffering. Job is an example of a man who endured patiently. From his experience, we see how the Lord's plan finally ended in good, for he is full of tenderness and mercy. But most of all, my brothers and sisters, never take an oath by heaven or earth or anything else. Just say a simple yes or no, so that you will not sin and be condemned for it. Are any among you suffering? They should keep on praying about it. And those who have reason to be thankful should continually sing praises to the Lord. Are any among you sick? They should call for the elders of the church and have them pray over them anointing them with oil in the name of the Lord. And their prayer offered in faith will heal the sick, and the Lord will make them well, and anyone who has committed sins will be forgiven. Confess your sins to each other, and pray for each other, so that you may be healed. The earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and wonderful results. Elijah was as human as we are, and yet when he prayed earnestly that no rain would fall, none fell for the next three and a half years. Then he prayed for rain, and down it poured. The grass turned green, and the crops began to grow again. My dear brothers and sisters, if anyone among you wanders away from the truth and is brought back again, you can be sure that the one who brings that person back will save that sinner from death and bring about the forgiveness of many sins.
today's transformation radio thanks for listening have a blessed day